are tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello. Sparkle fingers. Jazz hands. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to tonight's Reclap. Yeah, we are on tonight. <laughs> I said Reclap last night on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills show. Oh, you did? <laughs> I was like, wait, that's for Dance Moms. Wait, that's on Wednesday night. Yes. Well, we would sincerely uh, like to welcome you all to this episode of Dance Moms, our our favorite crazy dance show, (laughs) After Show. Welcome to After Buzz. If you haven't uh, subscribed to our channel, please subscribe to our channel and head over to youtube.com backslash TV. Check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can tweet us at hashtag ABTV Dance Moms. You can tweet me at Candace underscore Camacho. And good evening, everybody. I'm Candace, your host, Candace Camacho. Happy to be here, followed by... Dun, dun, dun. Hey, everybody. The I'm lovely. Christy Olsen. Mm-hmm. And I would also love if you'd hit that thumbs up button. I am all about the thumbs up. That's why I have two. Yes. <laughs> no, really, up. we've been getting a lot of great, really positive tweets from the fans of this after show, and I read every single one, and I can't tell you guys how much I appreciate it. I love to hear your thoughts, so keep them coming, please. Yes. So, it's just you and me tonight, girl. Yeah. Ready to break it down. Yeah. You are rocking that color tonight. The oh, pink thank you. and the thank pretty I'm all, I'm all wrinkled down here, but you can't see it, so it's all good. No, it's perfect. <laughs> and I showed up in my After Buzz colors again. I love you it. Know? I'm just going for the brightness. <laughs> we have to color coordinate on this show. I know. Well, with me, it's either black or like, <laughs> like totally bright. So, anyway. So, we are in season five, episode 11. It's wow. entitled Nia's Last. Last chance. Although I, I felt like it could have been titled "The Pucked." Yeah. Oh, that would have been better. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, she said that so many times, and oh. like with her nails and everything, and her poise. They are in a pact. Oh, I have so much to say about that. I can't can't wait to get there. I know. I can't either. even believe it. I know you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the show opens, and Abby thankfully congrats the girls on their win. That was the first yes. word out of her mouth was congratulations. Yeah. I was like, wow, we're off it, to a great start. She's a happy girl. <laughs> yeah, it started really positive, and it was fantastic. Um after that, Jill and Holly, they start to chat about, they're kind of on a tangent about how the girls need to switch up uh, to lyrical, mm-hmm. or from lyrical, because, mm-hmm. you know, lyrical wins, but, I mean, after all, they are competing, so isn't it all about winning, Jill? Right. That's what I, <laughs> I mean, she, she did agree with that when Abby pointed it out. Yeah, and I also thought that I just... You know, although, like, I do somewhat agree with them, I just was like, Holly, man, you should just pipe down and, you know, Nia's on the chopping block. Like, you know, no when too much is too much. Like, I just didn't agree with her, like, piping up, especially when lyrical isn't Nia's forte, you know? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Holly's taken it way overboard for me. Yeah. At this point, I mean, in... You can, you, she's such a smart woman, but she's just yes. not doing her, Nia any good. No, and she has such an ability to express herself well and to be reasonable and sensible. She used to be the voice of reason, yeah. and I just I miss that from her. You, it's kind of those that, as we were saying last week, the pick your battle stuff. So now she's just everything is a battle with her, and I just feel like Abby's got her tuned out, and she's not good. She's ruined her ability to like effectively make any kind of argument at this point. Yeah, it's like every every common 
since like even Keel is just out the door, mm-hmm. you know. And I, she, the point that she brings up is pretty decent about that the girls might not always be, you know, competitively competing, you know, lyrical with Abby, mm-hmm. but they've got a job right now, and that's what it is. So you know, if it's not broke, then don't fix it, right? Right. Yeah, I, when I initially watched, that's what I'm thinking now. When I initially watched it, I was thinking, you know, these girls are at the age where if they were going to go be lyrical dancers or be ballet ballerinas, they would be in New York City already. So, like, let's yeah, uh, you know, so maybe we do need to push that. But at the same time, I kind of feel like that's so that's over for them. They're not ballerinas. They're not going to be point yeah, professionals at the New York School of Ballet or whatever. Yeah. Because they're dance mom stars. So, that was the reason why also that they lost in LA was because of too much you know <laughs> too much lovely. lyricism thank that you lovely <laughs> and yeah I kind of agree that they need to switch it up but at the same time I wouldn't have said that out loud I know <laughs> to yeah. Abby no you don't go when you're on the chopping block to you know say what she should be doing in her own place right so I don't know I think I just think and you know we see later in the episode that maybe they shouldn't have opened their mouth which mm-hmm. basically they they just should be all mutes I guess <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> some probably expensive shoes on the feet in that mouth exactly right. Prada shoes man <laughs> your Prada shoes girls <laughs> okay so there is a, a homework assignment there's a homework assignment on Jojo you notice all the girls walk in with their pieces of paper as if they don't have enough to do exactly <laughs> when did they have time to actually think about this and write this down. Right. They're to write down positive reasons why JoJo should be a member of a Abby Lee and positive reasons and reasons why she should not be. So that's their homework assignment and we got to see this a little bit in the previews mm-hmm. and it seemed really like gruesome to me in the previews. Yeah, and our assumption was that that was going to be happening for all of the girls, that they were all going to say positive and negative things about all of each other. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that it was just JoJo being singled out. What did you think about that? Well, I thought for, I thought quite a bit about it, you know, being a mom myself, and I thought I was like, "Oh, Christy and I are going to disagree on this," you know. <laughs> that's what I thought immediately. I was like, "Ooh, that's going to be good and juicy." <laughs> but then I just, you know, all of the critiques, like Mackenzie was like loud, often group dances. Somebody else said often group dances. Um, they all said too loud, too much. Mm-hmm. So I thought. I was like, well, I think hearing it from her peers is a good thing. And I think that she will take it more to heart. Like, she is too loud. She is too much. She does need to work on her timing. And I feel like she will. I don't feel like the girls were cruel. I didn't particularly like Nia's comment. Mm -hmm. um, Because... That uh, came straight from Holly. Yeah, because well, this is the time when Abby keeps bringing up, you're turning into a mini-me, a mini-me, a mini-me. You can see that 100%. Yeah, that wasn't a constructive... Uh, the other girls, they actually gave constructive criti- criticism, mm-hmm. I feel like. And those were the things that Abby wanted JoJo to hear, that she is a little bit too much sometimes, and that she embarrasses the rest of the group with being a little bit loud, and you know that's exactly what Abby wanted them to say. She, yeah. she wanted JoJo to hear that. But what Nia said just sounded like it was coming from Holly. Yeah, well, um, you know, JoJo didn't take dances away from other people. It's no. Abby. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't JoJo's fault. It's Abby. You know, JoJo's just coming in. So I, I just didn't, I didn't like that. But I did think she get she did get constructive criticism. I mean, and when you're in that position of being a professional dancer, like I remember uh, getting weighed in when I was in shows. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And How old were you doing that? Um, uh, about twenty-two. Wow. And then they gave me like a weight that I just couldn't get to, and so then I would like, you know, stand on one foot on the scale to try like try to make it like lower, and then one lady came up, one uh, choreographer came up to my thighs once and like squeezed them together like to make them smaller and like. You know, this would be ideal, Candace. And oh my gosh, yeah. And like, even though it was cruel and it made it really hurt my feelings, like she didn't need to say it to me again. Mm-hmm. Like 
there was like no carb eating after 2 p.m. You know, because you got to, if you want the part, you have to look the part and act the part. Right. And that kind of goes along with Nia saying that JoJo takes opportunities away from people. It's like no opportunity is given to anyone. Right. You know, no, you don't just get that automatically for being on the team or because you got skinny or whatever. You know what I mean? Those, those opportunities aren't just given. You have to work hard for it. And you have to uh, adhere to someone else's standards. Mm-hmm. As maybe wrong as that sound, that just sounds so awful. <laughs> this, well, this I mean, I didn't die. I'm still here. <laughs> you know, still in the business. I didn't move back to Missouri and like shut corn for a living. You know, thank goodness. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm working it out. So, and I think that we're gonna see like an improvement. But mm-hmm. I was happy to see that they uh, see that they all said like she's a really hard worker and she works hard on her dances and she handled it so well. She earned that jacket for sure. I was wasn't sure if she was maybe going to talk back or, or argue with the girls like well you do that too or I was sort of expecting that from her because that's what we've seen even to Abby yeah she's she's talked back that way and, and sort of been defensive and I was surprised I mean a couple of tears and that just really grabbed yeah. at my heart a little bit Me too but it was all about tearing her down to build her up yeah it was that final like remember how much this opportunity is worth exactly like, remember you're you're not perfect you're not here because you're the best one and we need you you're here because we want you here so here's all the bad things about you and oh by the way come be on the team permanently yeah exactly (laughs) congratulations exactly (laughs) it's so funny yeah i have that um loud conversation with my husband a little bit i'm like you're too shrill This is inside voices. So it is, you know, it can carry on into adulthood, so I'm glad we're nicking in. But. Okay, so um, moving on to the pyramid. We have an interesting pyramid. It's um, it, it started out pretty cool, and then it got a little uncomfortable because we have Nia, Kalani, Kendall, Mackenzie, and JoJo all on the same. Uh, because they did a, an amazing performance, looked cr- uh, incredible. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, this is another positive pyramid. Like yeah. last week too, it was sort of like a build the girls up kind of a thing. Yeah, instead of tearing them down and telling them what they all did wrong. And I was like, is this some sort of strategy that Abby has that she's sort of taking the edge off this pyramid thing? Maybe for the girls. But then and Maddie was on the top. Yeah, and, you know. Again. But I mean, I don't know what <laughs> she did win the overall high solo. But then she did look uncomfortable when. She she was singled out from her peers, but I mean, she should be like a little bit used to that at this point. You would think. Yeah. So. We are traveling to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to New York talent experience. That just Ooh. sounds like hard. Mm-hmm. You know, that just sounds tough. Yeah. Anytime you, anytime you tell me New York and dance, I feel like it's going to be the creme de la creme, the A plus yeah. team. Mega ballet, mm-hmm. me- mega trinis, ballet trinis. <laughs> uh, th- but the interesting thing about this competition is that they're going to be tre- uh, can, uh, critiquing the routines live. So yeah. going into it, they don't know if it's going to be, heaven forbid, during the routine, but I, I figured it would probably af- be after the routine, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I, that was pretty an interesting idea. I think it put the girls on their A-game a little bit. Yeah, they all seemed really intimidated by it. They did. And Abby was surprisingly not intimidated by it. I thought that she would be the one who would sort of be like, so we really gotta, you know, we don't know what they're gonna say, and we really gotta make sure that yeah. we represent ourselves well, and, you know, yeah. but, but she wasn't really freaking out about it. it. It showed a confidence, I guess. Yeah, I, I actually took it like she was a sellout, like, I don't know, it's your responsibility. I don't know. Like, I have know, fun with that, girls. I know nothing. <laughs> I'm going to be in the booth or in, in my comfy seat. Work it out. So we've got one group routine and three solos. And the Moms Win is a period piece, Decadent Darlings. It's a musical theater number. So mm-hmm. um, Abby's out to show the moms, you know, who's right, who's boss, who's going to win with... The lyrical versus a different style. Yeah. Abby also made the point that the girls need to learn their period pieces. Yeah. You know, from the different times. Yeah. The, the Charleston, this is from the 20s, what they end up doing. And every decade sort of has its own dance craze. And I thought that was just another example of Abby's trying to prepare them. You know, everyone... Mm-hmm. Um, 
gets really down on her a lot. But we have to remember, at the end of the day, she's a dance teacher, and she really is preparing these girls. She's made a lot of big stars, and she's preparing them to go out and be working dancers. And that was just another sort of evidence of that. It's like, well, they got to learn their period pieces, because who knows what kind of show they could be cast in yeah. in L.A. or New York or Chicago or anywhere. Exactly. I kind of think that the moms were expecting more of, like, the harder-hitting jazz, like, contemporary, like, they see in LA, but then I guess they didn't really like specify that. So then, they, <laughs> so Abby thinks like different is musical theater. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and then we got three solos. We've got Maddie, Kendall, and Nia doing a solo. So, yeah. yeah, I'm always glad whenever Kendall and Nia both get a solo because it's another opportunity for them to show us what they can do and how much they've improved. Exactly, especially Kendall. I feel like every time you see her dance, and Abby made this point that she hasn't peaked yet. Every time you see her do a solo, I feel like you see something different, something better, something mm-hmm. that you can something clicked in her head, and and she every time she goes out on stage, it's better than the last time. Yeah, she reaches just like a little bit further. Mm-hmm. I like that too, but there's a little bit more pressure on Miss Nia this time. If she doesn't place, then she's not going to be doing a solo for a very long time. Which is understandable to me. Yeah. You know, if you don't win, and all the moms even agreed, and when Abby made that point, that you go to competitions to win. And if she doesn't, why should she, again, just be handed an opportunity just because she's been on the team, when maybe the other girls would win with that opportunity. So I know that probably sounds a little harsh, and maybe you guys are going to get on me for that. (laughs) But I, I did understand Abby's thinking on that. Yeah. Well, Abby is... She doesn't play into emotions, right? You know, like a lot of us do, myself included. Um, <laughs> and she's all about business and winning, but this is her business. And, you know, business is business, and Nia does need to win. Point those feet. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll yeah. talk about that when we get to her dance. What do you think about Ia, Nia always having these, I think what Abby calls, like, ethnic performances? To me, I always kind of think, like, she does them great. I mean, she just kills it every time she has something with that, Mm -hmm. in that sort of genre. She just so well. But she already does that well. Like, give her something else. You know, that's what Abby's all about, is teaching them something new and and doing something else. Like, give her something else to do. She doesn't just have to be... You mean, like... She doesn't just have to do that. You mean, like, give her a lyrical? Yeah. Well, Or, or even just something that's not... Ethnic, like more contemporary. Not thinking, oh, that's Nia, so she has to do the ethnic dance. Like it just seems a little bit tired to me. I'm kind of surprised that people don't have more of a problem with that. Well, I mean, it could be maybe that that Abby has given Nia that opportunity, and she just her her feet. You know, they don't Mm -hmm. point quite as well. As they could, you know? Yeah. Because you can sit there and, like, force your foot down for a long time. You know, there's exercises that you can do. And it hurts. And you got to put Tiger Balm on it. And, you know, but it can be done. But. Yeah. So. (laughs) Well, that little conversation that Nia and Abby had in the studio Mm -hmm. got pretty heated. It did. It did. Yeah. What did you What did you think? Um, I mean, in a way, I think Abby has a point. Mm-hmm. She does because, I mean, I guess if there's one thing that I've learned in my life and through entertainment, it's like if you really want something and it comes, but it's just not the right time and you're forcing it, it'll come around again. Like if Aubrey O'Day wants to record with you one day, She's gonna, gonna record, going to want to record with you again. Mm-hmm. You know, so she could have just waited. But I, I do understand Holly's frustration with the Maddie B video. She did have a, you know, great part. She's not getting a lot of attention, but Holly has to know that it's not gonna get her kid anywhere. It showed us how hurt Abby was, I think, by or how offended Abby really was by Nia and Holly's actions. She just keeps saying, that was sneaky, that was going behind my back, I don't like it when moms do that, I don't like it when they teach their kids to do that. She's just like, that was so an assault on Abby's senses 
for Nia and Holly to go do that recording and to stay at the music video. She's so hot under the collar about it still. Yeah. And I don't really blame her. And I thought it was interesting when she made the correlation like, well, if someone was a murderer, you know, I wouldn't that just bring them in here and forget That's about like, that. Well, she wasn't calling anyone a murderer. And I guess if I was going to think of an extreme example, maybe that just is the first thing that comes to your mind. Like, well, if someone's a murderer or a thief or a whatever. Am I just supposed to forget that they were like hatching away a second ago and now we're just going to do a beautiful lyrical number? Hey! Yeah. Well, I think I think that's a representation of like, that's how Abby feels. She feels like they murdered her loyalty or I don't know, is that the right way to say it? Yeah. But you know, that, that what Nia and Holly did was so backstabbing to her. Yeah. And when Nia kept saying, well, can't we just forget about it in the studio and, and can't that be separate? It's like, no, Abby should be your manager, and Abby is your teacher and has been since you were a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. But I also thought that it was kind of interesting that Holly kept bringing up, you know, loyalty and do you have my back, Jill and Melissa? And, you know, Holly didn't have Abby's back. Sorry, my alarm's going off. I don't know why it's going off. <laughs> it's time for the Dance Moms After Show, Kenneth! Yeah. I'm late, if that's my alarm. <laughs> there you go. Just push it off. Thanks. Well, it's like, you know, anything Nia does is not going to be separate from Abby and Dance Moms. That's why she has everything she has. That's why they have their fame, and they're making a lot of money, and that's why she is well-known all around the world, and why she could go and sell her single on iTunes, was because of Abby and the notoriety that she has from Abby and the show. So, it's never going to be separate. No. No. And and the fact that she thinks that was, again, more like Holly in her ear stuff to me because they're both very sensible and that just doesn't make sense. It just, yeah. None of it makes sense at this point. Yeah. So I just think that if she's going to go on about loyalty, then she should have been loyal. Mm -hmm. You know? So. Okay, well. Agreed. Up in the viewing room, the mamas actually congrat congratulate Jessalyn. Yay! Um, they're pretty supportive, and uh, well, uh, Abby calls Jill and Melissa down to work the props, which I thought was really like retarded. For <laughs> like, you always have like stage people dressed in black for that, not like moms, right? Walk the <laughs> props on. Um, Jessalyn is trying to, you know, connect with Holly and say, why is it our girls that are always have the digs? If it's not Nia, then it's uh, JoJo. And I, I just don't understand why Holly doesn't think that JoJo is trying to get on her good side because Holly's a, an original member. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know, pretty cool to have an original member you know, that connection. Well, and also, Jessalyn just got what she wanted. What she's, what they've wanted this entire season. So why doesn't she JoJo just shut up? Working toward. Yeah, so I was surprised <laughs> that she would even bring it up, or that she would even be thinking about it at that point. I guess, she did seem pretty elated, but I guess there still was sort of the aftermath of JoJo having to stand there, watching her daughter stand there while everyone kind of tore her apart a little bit. So maybe that's where Jessalyn was coming from. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's a weird, the Three Musketeers, it's a weird, uh, yeah. Camaraderie. Exactly. Weird and fake. Yes. Well, yeah. Remember, I mean, they were screaming at each other in L.A. And I'll, I won't forget that one of them called each other a lousy mother, right? Holly called Jessalyn a, a, a lousy quote, like mother. A lousy mother. Yeah, that's the lowest of the low. Yeah, I'm so surprised that Jessalyn would look at someone like that and be like, okay, let's be allies. You think I'm a lousy mother, but let's... Yeah. Let's go be mothers together. Well, I think Jessalyn is using Holly, to mm-hmm. be honest. Oh, yeah. Using. I'm coming out with <laughs> negative words tonight. <laughs> so, um, and then Melissa is caught really bragging about Maddie's solo, which mm-hmm. right when I heard the word mannequin, I was like, her solo is going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, Melissa was like, oh, gosh, darn it. I just love Maddie's solo. And every week she just says it just gets better and better. Like, Melissa, really, sweetheart? I mean, I know we don't hear from you much, but Mm -hmm. you might just want to stay a little bit more neutral at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And we all know about your daughter's career. Yeah, well, you definitely don't have to tell anybody about that, especially the other dance moms. Pretty sure they think about it constantly, about Maddie's success. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then Kendall is getting her one-on-one time, and Nia hasn't started yet, and Holly wants to know what's... um, she wants to know why the other moms don't get the injustice with Nia. Mm-hmm. You know, Nia's always the last one and isn't getting a whole lot 
of uh, feedback. Um, so when Holly, when uh, Melissa and Jill get back, Holly reveals uh, how surprised she is again that she and Jesslyn have become friends. And I just wanted to say, um, hello, ring a ding ding. If you're surprised, then there's usually a backstabbing reason, right? <laughs> Women's intuition. If you're thinking, "Oh, this is weird. Why would I be friends with this person?" Well, maybe you shouldn't be friends with that person. Yeah, but I just don't. It, it's not really personal. Like the there was in the Maddie V B video, certain moms stayed, certain moms went. So don't be, don't take it personal that I think that this is the best choice for my daughter, and you thought that was the best choice for your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't. I just don't see why that's such a big issue. Why she doesn't think that she has her that that uh, Jill and uh, Melissa don't yeah, have her back. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I think Holly just wants them to be to to speak out as loudly as she does and to have as much of a problem with it as she does. And her problem stems from Mia and the treatment of her daughter. So why would Melissa and Jill? feel as badly as she does or that doesn't mean they're not backing her up that just means they're not as bad yeah (laughs) and they don't have as much reason to be so why would they be you can't just like get everybody in a big riot just because you're angry you know what i mean exactly i mean holly never used to do these sorts of things i don't she's just at her wits end exactly and then this is when we bring up the issue of the pact. The pact. And the pact is with Jezelyn, Holly, and Kira. And they kind of come to the conclusion that if any one of their daughters is in jeopardy, they all come to the other one's rescue. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Jezelyn said she loved Nia. I got that, too. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that's landed on a little thick. Yeah. That's where you keep saying that fake. seems fake. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was very, like, Valley Girl, too. Like... Like her. I totally love Nia. That doesn't sound fake at all. Oh my god, love you. Oh my god. (laughs) So bad. So, and I just wondered, I was like, who's going to tattle to Abby about the pact first? Is it going to be Jill or is it going to be Melissa? Oh, but these moms are smart. So they got to wait for the opportunity when they're getting tore down by Abby or when Abby has a problem with something they do. And then they pull it out. Exactly. And we'll get there. But that was very calculated. Lucho El Smarto (laughs) girls. Okay. <laughs> well, and you know, Melissa made a great point, and that's what I, even when Jesslyn pulled out the word packed, I'm like, are we 12? Are we 15, 17? Like, yeah. what? And, and Melissa thought it was so, Melissa was so, um, disgusted by it. And that was sort of my feeling. It was like, she said that's something people would do in high school. Yeah, it is. Like, you're not going to band together against something. Like, you all are there for your daughter's best interest, and you're all adults, mm-hmm. and it just sounded, it just sounded bad. It yeah. just sounded immature and silly. And what they're, tr- it showed that what they're trying to do is not support each other. You know, a, a pact would be, oh, let's support each other and let's all be there for each other. But this pulling out the words and, and throwing it on the other moms, like, well, we have a pact. Exactly. That just negated the whole, any positivity that it would have behind it for them to band together and, and be supportive of their daughters together. Exactly. So basically it's just nothing. Silliness. Silliness. <laughs> All right. Well, Caddy Girl Silliness. Caddy Girls. Um, I did want to say that when real quickly revisit the uh, uh, Nia's rehearsal when Abby was going at her, mm-hmm. I just felt like Nia was so poised and respectful when Abby was just, you know, when when Nia was saying like, just leave my uh, my my other activities there, and then let's just focus on my dances. But well, like I said, I do get Abby's reasoning, but mm-hmm. then she just, you know, she just pokes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just, I felt so bad for Nia this, this whole time. Nia definitely stated her case in the right way. She did. Definitely. And, and she is just so well spoken. I mean, just kind of seems mature beyond her years. Mm-hmm. And I also noticed earlier in the episode when Abby was saying to her, you're not going to get any more solos if you don't place. Nia nodded her head and said, yes, okay. And it was a little bit of a change from, remember when Abby told her, you know, bring your sash and your tiara on stage, and Nia gave her a blank stare and didn't answer, and Abby had a huge problem with that, and it started a whole big melee. Yes. So this time, Nia knew to look her, look Abby in the eye and say, okay. 
and nod her head. And I thought, wow, I mean, yeah. taking the high road. Last week I was saying that it seemed like Nia seemed so beaten down and like she's maybe giving up a little bit. But this episode, it was like she's sort of back. She's yeah. got some kind of confidence back. She's not going to let Abby tear her down anymore and and really spoke up for herself well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In the right way. In the right way. Very poised. Mm-hmm. Beyond her years way. Yeah. So at the competi- uh, at the competition where the girls will be judged live, um, Nia goes first with the color purple. What do you think of hers? I I loved all these solos. They were all my favorite solos in a long time. Nia's especially from costume and hair to choreography and the music. I mean, it was. It was just amazing. It was one of those dances that you can't stop watching. Yeah. And I and I rarely say that about Nia's solos, and I think that has more to do with the choreography and what's all behind it, not with her dancing. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't even last week I noticed her feet and legs, and this week I didn't I thought they were great. I thought she was straight and the, the feet were better. And if I can tell, you know, I'm not I'm not a yeah. professional dancer by any means. So if I could tell, I thought like, hey, that was probably a really great job. And it did kind of blow me away a little bit. I loved it. Yeah. I liked it, too. I thought it was very graceful and well executed. And mm-hmm. I thought that her face fits the the mood. Mm-hmm. And I could tell that there's just, like, something really, like, beautiful and gorgeous, like, coming, like, down the line when she gets done with all this craziness. She's mm-hmm. going to, like, f- uh, flower and flourish out here. Um, I just, for, if you want to win at a competition, I just feel like the music was too slow and there wasn't like Mm -hmm. enough quick beats in it and enough, and, um, enough tricks. Uh, I mean, I see what, I see the feet because at the very end and you want to like execute that ending pose, Mm -hmm. her foot was in like half releve. So she should have been like, it's hard to do with my hand, but she should have been like all the way up here, Mm -hmm. but her foot was like down like that. So it looked like kind of like a lazier ending Mm -hmm. and she can do that with her feet. So she did, however, get a lot of praise from the judges. She did. She did this. The whole thing sort of read to me more like she was acting so well. Like she was an actress who did a dance and really pulled it off or something. Just just her face and her attitude and that was some of the critiques that the judges said too. It was like you could feel this dance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you watched her and I do want to point out they only showed the positive no, I guess they're not criticisms then. The the positive critiques of Nia's. But there was a cut there where the judge who was giving her critiques said but at the end of it. And you can see when they show go back and show Nia, she's saying, okay. Like, there definitely was a critique that it was like, oh, all this great stuff, but this and this and this. And Nia said, oh, okay. Thank you. So there definitely was yeah, something that something. was cut out there, and I'm thinking it was a negative since there was a but. Okay. There, there was a but there. <laughs> even if even if they didn't show it to you, I caught it. Okay. I uh, have right. that TV up real loud. So I don't miss anything. <laughs> But really great positives before, which is good. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of interesting. Well, we'll get to the the placement later. But yeah. okay, so then we've got Miss Maddie comes out, and man, I just before she even started, I was like, "This is going to be good." Mm-hmm. Gorgeous hairpiece, um, very chandelier inspired. You know, oh, yeah, she has like all of that experience of like that character, and I think it made this character just like so easy. I love those transitions and her face in and out. It was just amazing. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great too, and such a cool concept, something different. You know, I'm always surprised by what Abby comes up with yeah. for these dances, and this one was just really cool to me. Something different, something fun, and Maddie obviously loved it. Now Melissa was saying every dance that Maddie does is her favorite, mm-hmm. but when when you like something or when she's that into it, I mean, she gives a great performance either way. But you could tell that she loved it. She lived that mannequin. She was yeah. that mannequin. She was that mannequin, and mm-hmm. I loved her expression at the end. Yes. You know, like, in your face, like, boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but we, she got uh, some, like, little comments from the judges on making her knees uh, straight, straightening her legs. And she's gotten that 
that critique quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that was one of the things that Abby's been concerned about with Maddie missing some rehearsal time and not being in the studio every day with Abby training because she is so busy. We heard, I think last week, Abby was saying, you know, your training has suffered a little bit. And mm-hmm. it sounded like this is more, not a new problem, but like it has gotten a little worse lately. Okay. And, mm-hmm. oh, I don't yeah. know. But if looks, I was surprised to hear anyone tell Maddie that she's doing anything wrong. I know. Because we just never hear it or see it on the yeah. show. I know. You judges got some guts. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but if I feel like if looks could kill at that moment, Abby would have been the murderer that she accused Nia of being. She, Abby was just not handling that whatsoever. No, no. Mm-hmm. Well, it was understandable when she said, you know, it's frustrating for her and Gia to hear, Gianna to hear things that they tell the girls all the time. You know, my thought, first thought, if I was Abby, would be like, oh, now the judges think I don't even know how to tell my students how to point their feet and keep their legs straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm telling them that all the time. I mean, that is pretty annoying. Yeah. <laughs> that would be annoying. Yeah. She does tell them that. Mm-hmm. So... There could be a montage, probably, like a two-minute montage of Abby just saying, like, point your feet, point your feet, straighten your legs, straighten your leg. Mm-hmm. I told you that. Yeah, right? <laughs> it would be like a fun remix. Someone should do that on YouTube. Right. Why aren't you doing that? I told you that. <laughs> um, and then we have Kendall, her Paris waiting for a train solo, which I thought was, I love the story. I mm-hmm. thought it was really, I thought she did a really great job with it. Mm-hmm. And you're right, like, we do see her improve each and every time. Yeah. She was a gorgeous girl. It was so cute. And, you know, she, I think the facial expressions is something in particular we've seen her improve on. Mm-hmm. And she was just giving you that character. Very much so. I kind of was wondering if the choreography didn't bring enough for her, you know, she's always whipping out those beautiful turns. Uh-huh. But I was wondering if maybe the like the difficulty level just wasn't there in the choreography for her to be able to pull out a, a first or a second place. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, uh, she she first of all did. A, I think the number was like seventy five percent foites. Mm-hmm. So that and, over and over and over again. Yeah, and then she didn't <laughs> use the the stage. She didn't travel. Um, she got more of the facials at the end, but I just felt like she was lacking like a little bit of confidence. But mm-hmm. yeah, I saw improvement. Mm-hmm. So she'll get there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she was super cute. But. Yeah, but she's you know to compete out here in you know L.A. She's got to have to pull the rest of what she's got out mm-hmm. and you know come to competition and be different. And she needs like a bold factor, if you like. Yeah. I yeah, if see. she was older and she was really in Hollywood, they'd tell her to dye her hair some crazy color or something. Yeah, to stand like out. purple or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be edgy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the judges, one judge, I want to see you connect to the judges more. So, I mean, I get that I, with the facial expressions and then tell the story. Yeah, it wasn't, it just wasn't the kind of dance that you, like I said, with Nia's, you just felt it. You felt it from her. You felt it in the music. And Kendall's dance just wasn't that kind of dance yeah. that's that intense. So, I mean, I suppose that is a legitimate criticism from the judges, but mm-hmm. I was sort of like, well, it's just not that kind of dance where you're connecting. You're just sort of putting on a cute little show story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt like, yeah, it was like a cutesy story. Mm-hmm. So. And the other thing that sort of came to my mind when they showed Maddie getting negative criticisms and Nia and Kendall's only good, I thought, ooh, that could not maybe not bode well for them. Because sometimes when something is at like just such a loss, like you're like, oh, well, that's not a top five. You just say, oh, you, this is what you did great and great and great because there are a lot of things that would have kept you out of that top five. So when they gave the girls those two all positives, I was sort of like, uh, that yeah. probably means that there was too much negative to even say. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, backstage after that, I mean, basically the group number can't come fast enough. <laughs> yeah, right. Jill and Holly are just <sighs> arguing like broken records. So on to the group number, mm-hmm. which was, oh, I loved it. It was fantastic. 
Kalani's smile throughout the number and just the happiness of it and mm-hmm. the Charleston character, the outfits, the wigs. Oh my gosh. So, so just on point. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. And when they said, when she said musical theater, like they don't usually come out with like as good of choreography, mm-hmm. but she did. It was, oh, I loved it. I thought Mackenzie really shined in this one. You know, she's so short, she sticks out, and they had her doing some extra tricks and stuff, and she was just rocking it, like, start to finish. Mm -hmm. It was as if she knew she's a little smaller, and she's in with all these girls, so she just has to dance a little bit bigger. Yeah. And I I just thought she really brought it, and what was fun about it was that it kind of changed throughout. Like, I feel like they hit every sort of 1920s-style dance thing you would think of. They were flapping, and they were Charleston in, and I don't know the real terminology, please. That is. That's it. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But they it really it brought a lot it was so fun to watch and it, it went so fast because it seemed like you're like oh now they're doing this now they're doing this it's so cute and it's so together when the critique yeah. was that it was clean I was like yes that's a perfect word for it it was super clean super clean yeah mm-hmm. I did notice at the end Jojo fell out of the turn and like Uh-oh. but and then barely nailed barely nailed the end and then her spacing was off because she she didn't execute the end. Mm-hmm. So I do know what they're talking about, you know, when they say timing and mm-hmm. keeping up, but I did get a sense that man, she was going for it. Yeah. So, A for effort, she'll get there. Yeah, well, yeah, and this is another one that I think the girls probably loved this dance. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can just tell when when they're into it and when it's something that they feel is fun, it's so much easier to be fun when you're having fun. Yeah. And to relay that to the audience. Yeah. And I just got a lot, cute. I just got a big old dose of fun out of it. I thought it was great. I'm waiting for, remember at the beginning of the season when they had the number Stomp the Yard? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just, like, waiting for, like, like another number like that like mm-hmm. uh, I just love that number the music and the counts and the hits and the choreo, choreo I loved it yeah that was one of my favorites too yeah that's what I was expecting with the, the different non-lyrical but mm-hmm. anyway back to the uh, on to the awards so there oh. we're at the awards and oh. and names of other kids from other studios are being called, like name after name, and everybody's just kind of looking at each other and not even Maddie's me. face. I don't think I've ever seen Maddie look like scared or nervous that she wasn't going to win. Yeah. She has a lot of confidence, and rightfully so. And I don't think we've just ever seen her be that like, like look around and like look at everyone else, like, oh, oh my gosh, are we, am I not going to, uh, uh, what's going on? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? What the heck is going to happen? Yeah. Like, am I not going to win? Oh my God. <sighs> I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. She just looked terrified. She was terrified, and I was worried sick for mm-hmm. Nia. Mm-hmm. Sick. I just was like, is that is she going to pull it off? I expected them all to be in the top five, and even when they first called uh, fifth and fourth, I was like, oh, three, did they two, take one. it? Top three, finally! This is going to be so great! And no. Oh. I know. So, they finally called for overall high solo. They called Maddie. Mm-hmm. And she was surprised. She she just, like, she paused. She heard her name. She's like, that's me. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm taking home a win. So, I was surprised, yeah, that they... But before they called Maddie, I just was like, could it be? Could Nia win? I was like, Nia, Nia. Oh, did you think she had a chance? Well, I was being hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted her to win. I wanted that win for her. That's Um, the mom in you. I like that. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) You know, I think she deserves a lot better than she's getting. And then I guess Abby was correct in her lyrical assumption because the group comes in third. Third place. Which I was surprised because it was like spot on. Mm-hmm. And I thought it brought so much more than some of their other first place winning group numbers. Yeah. That I have been a little bit disappointed in or, or didn't really think were that great. This one I was so sure. Yeah. Like it, if those other numbers are first place winners, this, is, this is definitely. Is, yeah. yeah. But I mean, the moms couldn't be right for ratings, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, goodness sake. <laughs> uh, we can't let that happen. Exactly. <laughs> so, and Abby's. It, She's extremely livid that they got third, but I think that she's happy because she can say, I told you so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she needs that opportunity to be like, 
I know what I'm doing. Here's another example that you guys don't, and I do. <laughs> exactly. Not, and not that she wanted it to happen necessarily, but it was interesting how that was the first place she went with it. Like, the second they walked in the room, well, moms, this is your fault. Like, it can't be my fault. You mm-hmm. know, this is your fault. Exactly. To kind of displace the blame, and yeah. of course she's going to do that because she's used to winning. Well, they think it's, you know, Holly's fault because of her defiance, and mm-hmm. it's rubbing off on the girls, which could honestly it could be true but i felt like the girls always pull through Mm -hmm. i mean they're just like steady steady um and this is where jill's uh jill uh shares her opinions about the pact yes uh, abby yes because abby's about to tell her you brought up this whole argument about doing lyrical dances and so abby's going in to blame jill and to point out that jill was not going along with what abby said which is jill's whole mo lately and before she can do that Right? Just like, wait, no, wait a minute. I'm not the one who's doing anything wrong. Look at look at them. Yeah. They made a pact. Yeah. <laughs> they have a pact. Listen to them. Yeah. They're the ones with the drama. Yell at them. Yeah, Jill's being so like kind of um catty queen bee-ish yes. lately, and I don't hate it. Like it's not it's not horrible enough to kind of raise my flags. It's just enough to be like, oh, all right, girl. Like yeah. you're gonna deflect. Okay, I can respect that. <laughs> yeah, like you know, work it out. And she's looking very like polished and poised in her little vignettes. And you know, she kind of is just you know, Kendall's getting some special treatment. That's all she cares about, right? Yeah, Which, I don't think you know, Jill has reached her peak either. Just I like Abby said about Kendall. Exactly. <laughs> she's kind of like moving up the charts too. You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe just, you know, level off here, Jill. Yeah, right. (laughs) So, um, and then to end, they visit the scuffle between um, Holly revisits the murder analogy that Abby gave uh, through to, to Nia. Yeah, Holly goes so far as to say, Abby called me a murderer. Which, that's where it kind of went. Again, Holly just taking it a little bit too far. She just used to be so sensible. And now it's, no, Abby didn't call you a murderer. She used an analogy. Maybe not a great one. But she was not calling you a murderer. And and when you take it that far and, and saying that to Abby, that just makes Abby more... Frustrated with her. Yeah, Yeah. more like, see how ridiculous you're being, Holly. Because that's ridiculous. I didn't call you a murderer. Exactly. Yeah, she's giving Abby a little more power when she acts that way. Well, just like the pact shouldn't have been brought up again, neither should the murderer thing. Because Mm -hmm. it's just so ridiculous. Like To bring it up again is just ludicrous. (laughs) Just ridiculous. Um, do you have anything else to say? No, man. It was a great, great episode. Yeah, more juicy. It. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then we saw that there's Abby uh, UK coming out. Yes, Dance Moms. Dance, Dance Moms. Moms UK. So I really want to know what you guys think about that. Do you think there's room on Lifetime for Dance Moms and Dance Moms? And yeah. I, I don't know. This new, the new lady when they showed in the previews, I think her name was Jennifer or something, she doesn't seem quite as crazy and hardcore as Abby. And you would sure think if they had that kind of footage of her, they would use it. So I was wondering, I was like, oh, is it going to be a little flatter than, than Dance Moms? Or have they just not gotten into it that deep yet? I'm I'm really curious. Yeah. Well, how it's going to proceed after this first episode? All I all I knew was I've heard those exact lines on Dance Moms. Everything is on the line, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I've got the best dancers and the best choreographers, and you know, I've just I've heard it before. So they're really going to have to really I don't know come up with something a lot crazier. I somebody wrote on. Uh, Twitter that it's like dance moms but with worse teeth. Oh! <laughs> so. I love that. That's funny. Yeah. I think I said that. That was a good one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'll take credit for it. Let's go into predictions. Oh! Okay. And now. We were kind of already predicting, but. I got to have the music too, get in the mood. Yeah, how, or Abby mentions in the preview that they're going back to LA in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, I don't know if we'll see that next episode, but when we do, uh, that's going to go exactly the same as last time they were in LA. And it's yeah. going to be more of the same. Mom's being frustrated over opportunities and Maddie getting everything. Exactly. Um, Kathy will be back next week. Oh my girl, Kathy. <sighs> I can't wait to see who says who has a big butt and, you know, who throws it out 
droplet somebody and right? I, you're with the winners I'm with the you're uh, I'm with the winners you're with the loser she brought so much crazy last week yeah. that my prediction is that next week is just going to be off the rails she has to do something it seems like every time we see her she has to top herself with the drama and so it could get really really sticky even stickier than you know go eat your tea and crumpets yeah. and that kind of stuff my prediction is that she uh Kathy thinks that she's going to win mm-hmm. and she always likes to kind of copy off ALDC numbers so I think her number is going to be called mannequin mm-hmm. and everybody's oh, going to be yes. a mannequin yeah and the, the boys are going to walk out with the girls as mannequins and apparently has, she has like a whole new troop well, she mentioned that some of the girls were ones that had history with Abby. Yeah. So does she go in the phone book and look up everybody Probably. that has ever been rejected by Abby who would have some sort of negative, something like they're out to get Abby? And so we're definitely, they're going to work that angle, I think. There's going to be some surprise moms that come back that yeah are going to be bad. And also... um I forgot what I was going to say. Well, I don't want to hear, I don't want to see any more mom drama on oh, Bridget, the, the candy apples yes, side. That's what I was going to say. I bet that whole storyline is going to continue to play out with Bridget and Lucas. Even though they got kicked her, off? Uh, maybe they'll be coming back. Coming Kathy, back. Kathy will realize she needs Lucas. Yes. Maybe they in the dance up. and she'll go back. Yeah, she'll go back crawling or, or Bridget will come back crawling. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason for bringing Kathy back is to revisit that storyline. That's a good, yeah. They mm-hmm. they made up over a bag of apples and a glass of wine. Oh, I love it. And oh. Do you have any news and gossip? I do. Let's move on to some news and oh, gossip. Oh, I guess we're please. wrapping up. Oh, nope. We have lots of shout outs and news and gossip. Can't do that. <laughs> the people, the tweeters will be bad. So apparently, now that this competition they went to this week, there was uh, judges and awards given out. But apparently, when you look at the website of this competition and this organization, they say that they don't do, there's no judging, no scoring, and no competition. Okay. So it's quite possible that that was just for the show or just for the storyline or they did it the one time just for Dance Moms. I want to thank Selena Ross for pointing that out on Twitter. Thank you. Yes. Also, some uh, some more Chloe news. You know, we love to keep you guys posted on what's going on with Chloe. So she's going to be in another music video Yay! by a girl named Bianca Ryan, who you guys might know from America's Got Talent. It's sort of that artist Bianca described it as like an electro ballet. Okay. And she really wanted Chloe to be a part of it. And we should see that video in a couple of weeks. Thanks to Maybelline for that one. And Chloe had her first competition with her new her new studio for the season. And of course she won. She got first in the duo trio category and also their group dance was the number one dance of the competition, got the highest score of the whole competition. And she apparently from her tweets and Instagrams is super happy at this new studio. It's called Studio 19. Okay. And she's doing very well. I know Amazing. you guys all love her. We love her yeah. too, so it's great to hear very that. good. Yeah. And also I mentioned last week, I was like, where is Vivi? Did Kathy give up on her? Uh, Bianca Anderson pointed out that Vivi was at the competition, you could see her in the background or on the side at one point. Okay. So I missed that. And I also just want to give a couple of shout outs to all the tweeters. Like I said, I read all your tweets and I love that they're so positive. We love hearing from you. Tracy Urbina, Anna Lusky, Karen Abusab, you're great. Allie, love ya. And Sarah McCluskey, thank you all so much for tweeting along with us. Philly T86 is always watching live. We love you guys. Hey, Philly T. Keep tweeting me at Christy yeah. Reports. And please check out also my YouTube channel, which is at Christy Reports. So where can they find you, Candice? Yeah, thanks for joining us tonight. Again, thank you for all of your tweets. We really appreciate it. You can tweet me at Candice underscore Camacho, and we will see you next time. All right. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 